0: For the 8th episode of the Amalgam Podcast, I'm joined by Danielle Paskowitz from Apex Fitness Northwest. Apex is located in Bellingham, Washington, and it's a high-intensity interval training type of a gym. About halfway through the episode, the other founder of Apex, Graham Gribble, joins us as well, so be on the lookout for that. We also discuss an organization called Girls Strong. Danielle is involved with this organization with a few other individuals, and the point of it is to bring more women to the world of coaching. There aren't a whole lot of other announcements for the podcast at this time. Please check out the blog. The blog is still running, and I've been trying to improve that. The website also has had a little bit of a facelift. The social links are a little bit more accessible, and there's new player widgets for all the episodes. And that's all courtesy of the Omni suite that Aaron helped me set up. So, again, if you're looking to start a podcast, get in touch with Aaron Johnson. Episode 6. This was a great episode. It was great to get back in touch with Danielle. It was great to talk to somebody who's really in the thick of launching a business. Um, that's what this podcast is all about. It's, you know, We've been focusing a lot on creatives, but the entrepreneur side of this is just as important. Please check out all the links I provided in the episode description and go give Apex Fitness Northwest a follow. Get in touch with them right now because I know they have a couple of different things that we do discuss in the podcast, but they got a couple of things coming up on the calendar that you might want to be involved in. So, Get in touch with them, go to the website, get in touch with them on Instagram. Things are happening in May, and if you want to get involved with Apex, now's the time to do it. I had a lot of fun recording this episode, and like every episode, I learned something new to incorporate and to improve the show. So hats off to Danielle and Graham for joining me, and please enjoy this episode. All right, I'm joined for the eighth episode of the podcast. I have an old friend, another Home alumni, Danielle Paskowitz. She's the owner of Apex Fitness in Bellingham, Washington. We're talking over FaceTime right now. Danielle's Hi. been kind enough to join me. What's going on, Danielle?
1: Hi, Corbin. Thanks I, for th- having
0: me. Thank you so much for joining. I, um, I've um i been watching what's going on lately, and it seems like you snapped your fingers, and all of a sudden, there's a gym in Bellingham.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um- yeah, in about two and a half weeks, uh, a lot of work was put into getting this space together. And even though it was really quickly, I don't think that we slept or ate or saw the outdoors. Um, but now it's together and it's amazing. I mean, I think we're both really proud of the space.
0: Yeah, it, it looks amazing and um, and it looks busy already.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, we ran a promotion uh, free week for the first week and... You know, I was getting a ding every single time that a new client registered for um, the class and my phone just started dinging, like, ridiculously. And That's we had awesome. about 200 people the first week. Dang. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know, it, it, was, it was great. It got a lot of people in the doors and a lot of people talking about it and the residual from that has been great in terms of starting a new business and seeing new faces and creating a completely new culture that feels like something that it was just supposed to be so yeah yeah
0: absolutely the community is responding well and how do you register for your class
1: just walk in and there's a really quick it's under a minute and you can register and sign a waiver and and then just come into class nice Uh, you can go online and through our schedule you can book a class and if you are not a member at that point or if you're not registered through our mind body app you can do so at that time as well so there's a couple different ways to take care of that
0: you said a mind and body app what it what is that
1: this company and, and they work with spas and gyms kind of i think all over the nation uh, a lot of different gyms in the town use them and it basically just takes control of your schedule it takes care of like all of your crm needs and um. that's pretty sweet it's actually really awesome like i love data and i like knowing like who's come in and how often and when's the last time I saw someone. And um, my experience in the past is just trying to keep all of that in my head. And this app actually like does all of that for you. Be, nice. Hey, so-and-so in X amount of months. And do you want to send them an email?
0: <laughs> oh, that's of- legit. So, it, yeah. I mean, so you're really diving into analytics on the back end. Yeah, because, you. I
1: think that, you know, I mean, I think that you notice when people are there, or they're not there. I mean, it's kind of a you know, your job. But furthermore, like, you know, you just don't want anyone to slip through the cracks. And because this is such an important piece of anyone's lives, they should be working out and staying healthy. It's nice when you can catch them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like your butt
1: back in here. And even if it's not with me, you know, go do something.
0: Yeah. Encouragement for any, any little improvement, any little change.
1: Yeah. 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 So that's kind of how you can sign up. And uh, I'm kind of fortunate to come across that app.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, and I jokingly say, you snapped your fingers because we were talking about this before, and I thought that it literally happened overnight. And you were like, "Well, yeah, I didn't sleep, but thanks." And um, the the thing about the back end of stuff is, no one ever sees this. No one ever sees the every single little thing, every little turn of a screwdriver or every car trip back yeah. to home. You know, oh. no one sees any of that, and so yeah. it always is always it's always a surprise, you know. But it's still impressive. Very, very impressive.
1: Thank, thank you very much.
0: You've got everybody in. You've got patrons in. You've got the facility built out. Everything's moving now. What, so what's the biggest lesson so far?
1: I think that honestly, what's interesting is that because training is not new to me or Graham, it, the, one of the challenges has been looking at this space that I'm obsessed with. You know, it's it's huge. There's... 5,000 square feet just in, in the the gym area and and learning how to utilize that effectively for training. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do, I mean, you can destroy yourself in there, but how to train with intention in a space like that That's definitely been one of the challenges. And furthermore, you know, you get a group of people in there that are new and maybe have never moved their body like this and, 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 okay. and Apex is new as well. And so what culture... Are we going to create there? What are people going to get out of it? What's the message? And that doesn't come overnight. So it's like it's mm. heavily on my mind right now to figure out like what exactly this looks like.
0: Yeah, how to start that direction because it might, mm-hmm. like you said, it might morph over time.
1: And it always does. It always morphs over time. But it's like when you're new and you're infant, everyone's experienced something new for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a welcome challenge, and it's expected. But it definitely is something that it's like, what is, I know that this place is going to be the best place in town, but I'm like, what exactly is this going to look like? And so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. How do you get people to show up? What's your marketing strategy for the gym right now?
1: I think initially that Facebook has been incredible. Okay. Um, also, just having a network of people who know that you're a trainer and, and that maybe wants to see what you're up to kind of more naturally and easily gets people into the door. Growing up here is also a, another perk in that. You know, you can just be like, oh, hey, you should come yeah. check it out. You see people at the grocery store. right? Uh, you know, Graham being a teacher and, you know, he looked at all of his staff that he was actually training in the morning and was like, you should come to Apex. You know, now, like, you know, they're half of our 530 class in the morning. Right. Uh, and so I think that when I look long term towards the marketing strategy, you we will get people from word of mouth. Like someone's going to go to the gym and they're going to tell a friend and then, you know, because it's going to be all they can talk about. Cause they can barely sit or they can't move their arms and <laughs> you know, people like have this like fear of missing out. Like, well, OK, well, what am I missing out on here? Ah. And that just happens. That will happen without a doubt. But besides that, it's it's been interesting to try to figure out other ways that we can do this, and maybe having like a corporate discount, um, enticing some bigger companies with you know a health incentive or something of that sort. Right, get big groups of people in there is kind of a next step. But word of mouth will be always, you Key. know, the quality leads that you get in in a business like this.
0: Right, because your hardcore loyalists are the ones that are pitching, and they're the ones selling the company for you.
1: They're selling it all day because again, like if they're, they sit down for a meeting and they're just like, oh, you know, someone goes, yeah. well, what's going on there? And it's not, you know, it's not because hopefully that, you know, now they feel good in a bikini and now everyone wants to come in, but it's because right. like they're starting to like really change their life. And hopefully that's just influencing other people to do the same thing.
0: Exactly. The, the thing about working out, like for me personally, like I love, I love when other people, see huge gains, like I love watching other people see transformations and things like that. Because it's, if you can figure out a way to not look at it in a hyper competitive way, but still in a healthy competitive way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's there's a camaraderie there. And oh, uh, absolutely, you know, and my, my challenge from my friends who work out, you know, if that makes me better, they should, be, they should be stoked on that and they should feel proud about that because they helped me better my life. And if you can get this kind of cyclical thing with your community and your and your peers and your groups, it will grow naturally and it'll be amazing because everybody will be walking around healthier.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I was even talking to, I saw Jeremy Hirschhorn last week because he's thinking about opening up a gym too. And there's several trainers in the area that like want to come together and create some sort of trainer membership base to make bellingham better and healthy yeah you know like we're all competitors like we all need to like feed ourselves and buy houses and you know put gas in our cars but it's like i think that if we can change the perception of you know individuals to say like okay like well we need to go work out and we want to be a part of a community that takes health as a priority and Mm -hmm. you know then all of us will kind of get a piece of the pie and then all of us will be better trainers for it too
0: so Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think gyms are probably kind of like churches and they're kind of like podcasts where it's yeah. like, you know, you find your fit and then and then you're pretty, you know, you're going to stay there. But when it's like when you're talking about you guys like a collective of gyms getting together, you're right. Over time, it will all balance out. And yeah, one person might see immediate growth a little bit faster than somebody else. But... If, yeah, and if, and if Bellingham and if every, everywhere, honestly, if everywhere could start at the local, smaller community level and make those sort of initiatives and those priorities, that's just as much investment in your future as education. How do you prep? Because you are an entrepreneur, you've, you've started this business and you're running everything that goes with running a business on the back end. Yeah, uh, probably have to learn more accounting than you care to learn, and uh, inventory management controls and things like that. But you are a trainer as well. So how do you how do you prepare for you got how many how many classes do you guys do in a
1: day? We have five classes a day. Dang. So yeah, it, it starts early in the morning. It ends late at night. But there's times throughout the day that everything can get done. You know, I mean, it's that mm-hmm. I know the things that. I want to take care of and the things that um, Mm -hmm. I think would be better handled elsewhere. And so like with like accounting and stuff, it's like, I hope I keep everything really organized and there's like a folder for everything, but it's like, it'll be done. It'll be outsourced.
0: It's (laughs) like, see ya.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's just, there's just, I think that there are ways to um, make sure that you're effectively using your time. Yeah. and Uh, And right now, but the biggest concern and the biggest priority is just making sure that there's membership retention, that there's growth, how that, I mean, we spent two hours one day, just handing out flyers, mm. you know, like, you know, I haven't done that since I was on a small sales team. And so it's like, right. we can always kind of look at priorities throughout the week and the day. And, um, and if things need to be done outsourced to be done more effectively or efficiently, I feel like I'm in a place right now that I'm more willing to do that and and keep the priorities that are up top, you know, in my own hands. So Yeah,
0: and and just assessing your value in mm-hmm. versus your time. For time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like I don't know if it's just because we're all hitting our thirties or something, but <laughs> that's like the only way I can think about it anymore. It's like, all right. I know it What's costs my- this much, but what yeah. am I really getting out of this? Because
1: Well, I think right now too, it's like I mean, we sent 16 hour days, you know, scraping paint or washing walls or every little thing in that place, you know, it's like I mean all, it was all done by us. Right. <laughs> it's just there and so I think that it's not that like you should ever shy away from hard work or doing things and and I, I certainly understand that. You know, some people do it. They have to learn exactly how to do accounting and you know mm-hmm. all those things, but it's nice to kind of know what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. So and totally then prioritizing it from there
0: and being able to admit that some people don't like to admit it. And it's like, take it easy. Um, <laughs> then we're going to be a lot more successful if you let this go. But yeah. How do you keep people beyond just motivated? How do you keep people addicted to the working out? Because we, the workout bug is real. And once you find something that you like and, it's it's really motivating to get there, but sometimes we all hit those lulls. So what do you what are you working towards or what's your strategy for that when some when you might feel like a a slow season or something like that?
1: It's weird and I don't know how other gyms experience this, but circuit training offers a lot of variety and it's difficult but it's manageable and, you know, the way that we work out in kind of teams and a community builds, it's like it's this natural retention strategy that a lot of that work gets done just in the nature of as long as you can get people in the door, you know, they will see the effects that change their life in so many different areas. So, you know, maybe their waistline shrinks, but maybe they also went for that job, you know, that they wouldn't mm-hmm. have gone for other ways. And I think that, you know, Graham and I right now have a huge emphasis on spreading certain messages. You know, I don't want to be a part of a gym and I would never run a gym that is all about counting calories and Mm -hmm. your body fat. I don't think it's too.
0: Well, everybody's so different. So
1: I feel like sometimes when that is the focus and that is the incentive for people to work out, it gets old really quick. Mm -hmm. I think that you're when you're doing something to train your mind or you're training yourself to to stay uncomfortable and to constantly challenge yourself and and do it in a physical realm. There's something that's like, if you, okay, so maybe you don't wake up at five in the morning to come work out with us anymore, but you got to do something because you are getting better every single time that you come into the gym. And so Mm -hmm. I think people just don't want to lose that. And it's our job, of course, to catch people that are falling off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you just do that by, you know, you can see it. (laughs) They start missing class and, and then you just have a real conversation with them and,
0: as gym owners you guys have a vested interest in what these people do outside of the gym as well um, oh yeah not necessarily a, like you can't wear our shirts if you're not doing this but more of like look if you're gonna pay the money to be here show up and do the work and then reap the rewards
1: live your life yeah you know go have fun go play outside go
0: mm-hmm.
1: do some stuff you know and that's the whole point i mean last weekend we ended class and it was like, okay, you guys have worked really hard this week. Like, go play.
0: Yeah. And
1: I was just like, it's, it's not gym is life. It's not, okay, now, you know, you got to go get another gym membership to go work out on the weekends. Like, right. I'll, I'll reap the benefits out in kind of the real playground.
0: What's life if you're not balancing it out? Like, what if you just take out everything that you find enjoyable or that might be an indulgence, then you're really just kind of forcing yourself to punish yourself over and over and over with no reward benefit. And you're not closing that loop. People can get really intense about that. They can get like,
1: yeah. and I
0: even I even do that a little bit. Like I I start to get a little, little anxiety about like, if I don't work out after like, let's say a week's gone by, that's when I'll start to like, all right, now I'm losing everything I gained. I lo- I'm losing it all. So I need to get back here. I need to get back here. So I'm, yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you've hit the number of times you wanted to that week to work out, then just relax, wait till next week. But
1: yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to be that extreme. Or I think that you just kind of fall off naturally on it. Mm-hmm. So, but you got to do something. So it's like that's a part of it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got to get back after it.
0: Probably could have started with this, but what sort of workouts do you guys do at your gym? You mentioned circuit training.
1: That's. I mean, that's really. It's all on a timer. You're working different muscle groups every single day. You have stations. Mm-hmm. And we either work out for 20 seconds to or 30 or one minute. Um, lots of different varieties to that. And, and then you just go around the circuit. Or working out for probably max 30, 35 minutes. But it's probably one of the hardest workouts you'll ever do.
0: So having said that, what would you recommend a beginner to do if they wanted to start working out at your gym or they wanted to prepare to join your gym
1: yeah i don't think you can ever prepare i think that okay. you know and, and i honestly like i think that if i went to crossfit right now i would die i think <laughs> going to bar th- three or whatever that is and in, in bellingham it's like it's the hardest thing i've ever done too but um i think that you just have to for a beginner i i think that you know if i'm benching you know 40 pounds a beginner could bench five pounds okay yeah you know, I think that it's very you can just modify it. If you know, push ups are not their friend, you know, you can get on your knees. Like mm-hmm. there's just something there's always something that you can modify. There's always something that you can change.
0: Let's see if there's anything else I wanted to ask about the gym. Um Oh, okay, I know what I wanted to ask about. I wanted to kinda of get into like how you guys found the space and what it what it was like to to even
2: start this project.
1: Yeah, I mean cool. <laughs> Definitely where Graham should come in. but
2: No, I mean, I think that kind of started hunting, and it was few and far between where there was a building that would accommodate what we envisioned doing with mm-hmm. a business. And just so happened that building popped up on a day that we were – Going for broke like there was nothing showing up and we just it kinda of fell in our lap. We were there that night and we were on the horn with the realtor and not even a week later we were yeah. that was that. That's awesome. And we got the keys and the next day we had genie lifts and painting and <laughs> ordering turf and
1: walls around? Well yeah. yeah,
2: we started building walls and so I mean we just really kinda attacked it from the get go and,
0: and it I, sounds like you guys had a vision, like I mean, from watching the progress of you guys putting it up, it's kind of like you guys are like, we're just this is what we're doing. We know exactly what we want. Was that the case?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say so to some degree. I mean, I think that Graham and I are really strong-headed, and we are also like visionaries. So it's like I think every single detail in that place was either. thought (laughs) over or like but like really, really well thought out. I mean, even like the big grey wall, like there was seven different swatches for that wall. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We hit lows a couple times on that one but i think that i think that the beauty and what like we have now is that that like she said there's two very strong-willed individuals that see things the way we see it and i think we coursed it out and we can sit back and look at something that we both created and are really proud of and i think that everywhere we look in that building obviously there's things that we want to do in the future but where we sit i think that it's exactly the way it needed to be and what do you teach I teach strength training and health up at Seahome.
0: Home. Oh, okay, cool. So,
2: yeah, so like we've kind of it—it's kind of just two minds melding together now. It's been really fun to train adults. Oh, I uh, bet. Love working with teenagers, and that's my passion. And it's just a different arena, and so I think it's been really fun for both of us to kind of bounce ideas off each other. I teach, you know, in the weight room, so it's really no shift in what my job is. It's just being in a really new exciting space yeah and
0: this is a little off topic but just because i'm i'm going down memory lane you're um <laughs> when did hatch retire he retired a few years ago right
2: <laughs> so i've been teaching at sea home this is my third year and bonna retired the year previously bonna giller and christy white took her job okay and then, um i came in and i took hatch's job
0: okay okay so you okay cool because i figured you know, there's got to be a passing of the guard at some point or changing of <laughs> yeah, the guard. Yeah,
2: yeah. The guy, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a legend up there, but I think he was, he's ready yeah. to, to do other things. I think he's kicking it with his family a lot. And so, yeah. Uh, what's been fun is that hit training and what we do at apex is exactly what I've been doing up there for three years. And it's changed the culture. I have my beliefs in what needs to be taught to high school kids versus
0: uh, what I'm still doing in my garage, which is Hatch's yeah, yeah, program.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I think that there's like a, a very old history of like powerlifting and I think it's very great. There's nothing wrong with it, but traditionally I see, you know, 30 kids in a weight room and five working out, you know, right. And, you got six guys around one bench looking at one <laughs> and you know, really getting much done. And so I kind of just eliminated that and that's kind of how we do things up there. And, you know, clearly how Danielle and I have been doing things at Apex. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. Oh, that's so funny, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just well, flooded I, by,
2: I, I, I was in high school and I did that exact thing. Yeah. It was so, the
0: bigger, faster, stronger stuff. And
2: yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. And you got your yeah. sheets and you know, yep. like they're, 5% of the class that would work the sheet and then the rest of them were just kind of out. <laughs>
0: right. And what's crazy like cuz the only sport I did all 4 years was football, so we always had our summer stuff that we uh-huh. could do. But um when uh senior year I did the summer workouts and I like there was a reward if you didn't miss one. And so I tried to do that that year. Not a lot of weightlifting, a lot more running <laughs> I mean we that we were emphasizing like our conditioning that year but best shape of my life and uh I don't know it was just a you didn't the, the weights are great and I'm like well what I'm noticing now that's pretty much all I do I'm trying to do more running but the mm-hmm. weights are great and the strength is you know the strength building's there and everything but I just went and ran hills with a friend of mine last weekend and like hopping around it was behind this YMCA and it's you know, they're kind of like rocky cliffy type hills and hopping around and moving. And then, and then whenever we take a break, they try and do like burpees or something like that, but, which I wasn't having any part of, but it, <laughs> they um, just moving around in that uneven ground and running like that. It was like, okay, I can understand how people can get really fit doing this, just this oh, stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and it was kind of eye opening.
2: And I think that's the, the biggest key in like what's going on at Apex is that, everybody knows that you can sit in a weight room and bench 400 pounds and that's great. And I've been there and like a lot of people love that. And it, there's this very sport specific reasons why people want to do that. But can you go rock climbing or can right. you go boarding yeah. or can you do things that really are life? Um, yes. And I think that's, you know what Danielle and I love to do is give people their life back. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you go through high school or whatever and you learn how to bench press and do these things. And it's really not, you're gonna get strong, but it's not. You can't holistic. Really go
1: play with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, you. You can't move. Um,
2: no,
1: that's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. It. You can't move. You can't you be on going on a hike.
0: Yeah, and if you're not stretching, like religiously, you might even be doing more damage. I. <laughs> this is ridiculous, but I just recently started stretching, like I would say, the last six months, and for the first time in my life, I'm like, oh, now I'm not getting injured. You know, now I'm not hurting myself. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you guys don't want to hear that, though, being trainers and everything.
1: <laughs>
0: awesome. So you guys have the gym up and running. What sort of information do you want people to know now, today?
1: We're halfway through our first session. Okay. And kind of what's coming up for us, which we're really excited about, is now that we kind of have a base membership, we are going to do something or everyone can bring one of their friends for free. Um, and that's going to be the week of May 14th, Okay. Uh, which is always great because now people have been kind of getting into the gym and they've been doing this for a couple of weeks and then they get to come bring their friends, which their friends will, you know, they'll be tired and they're going to be like, well, how do you do this? But it's actually a really proud moment for people who have accomplished the last six weeks. Um, so that's going to be the week of May 14th. And what's great is that following that week, we are gonna do kind of get to know Apex party, and that's gonna be on May 19th. That's a Saturday. Uh, and we're gonna do it at Colton Brewery, their KT location that's on the same street as us uh, on Kentucky. And we're super excited about the partnership that we have with Colton Brewery. Um, we've been working with Courtney over there, and she's like, well, you know, anyone from Apex can get 20% off if they come into Colton Brewery. What? yeah <laughs> it's it's called balance um so they are you know we're gonna have a party there in their what is it it's like their distillery
2: their brewery, yeah
1: just brewing area. yeah their brewing area
0: they so have cool
1: awesome yard games and yeah and so what's great too is that you know our members can go there and work out and go grab a beer which is pretty much exactly what we want them to do as long as it's not you know uh, (laughs) you know there is a balance but uh, and then anyone that works at Colson Brewery can come work out at Apex and it's just like awesome little local company partnership that's kind of happened just because we're on the same street and uh, we're really excited about those two things coming up so
0: that's awesome that's awesome you guys are on the same street and to have that kind of that camaraderie between businesses not just it's not just friends this is um some b2b stuff that's pretty sweet yeah real quick just for me where is the where is the gym at where what part of bellingham are you guys
1: that's a great it's It's, right
2: off iowa street and uh it's uh right across the street from the boys and girls club which is okay you just take a left on toledo and it's just right off there so oh cool of down by all the car dealerships
0: yeah okay
2: I didn't know that mission. Local local girls. Oh,
0: man. I'm still learning Spokane, so I can't really say anything. (laughs) I have also forgotten everything in Bellingham, so I'm freaking useless no matter where (laughs) I go now. So I wanted to get into this program that you're involved with, Danielle. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask about... It's called Girl Strong, Hmm? right? What is is it?
1: Girl Strong is... An organization right now that is trying to encourage women to coach okay. and uh the founder of this organization courtney and erica they saw a need in this community that a lot of young girls never experience women coaches mm-hmm. and we all collectively think that there is a huge value to young women having both male and female coaches because at some point when you know you're growing up and you're uh, a young girl playing sports the incentive isn't always just like winning the game and knowing everything about the sports and and a lot of women have a lot of knowledge base but but more importantly these younger girls need role models and they need women that understand uh, what they're going through and um, so how I got involved in this was there I was asked to coach a group of young middle school lacrosse players and these young girls they totally changed my life and um you know we worked out and we talked about a lot of different things that they were going through they had homework assignments like name five things you like about yourself and you know five things that you're grateful for or five random acts of kindness and you know through this process it really was eye-opening to me that you know even if like i changed the perspective of one young girl or they, they were able to kind of get through something because they had me there, I think that's really the point of it all. And so I know mm-hmm. nothing about lacrosse, and, but I know that I changed those girls' lives and, and some in the short term and some in the long term. And that's really our goal right now.
0: That's awesome. So I wanted to, you mentioned you might not know everything about lacrosse, but you know mm-hmm. what these girls are going through. When yes. growing up, one of my favorite things about high school was practice, was mm-hmm. yeah. The games were fun and everything, but the practice in the day in, the day out, and yes. the coaches, the different. And I always bring this back to football because that's the only sport I played all four years. But you know, we break off into our position groups, and you go with your specific coach. So you would kind of, you were kind of forced to have a more significant relationship with certain coaches, and right. those coaches, freshman year through senior year, because there's always like the main coaches. You know the coach hatches, the head coaches, and KJs, and but then you've got the other the younger guys like the Brian Weimers and stuff like yeah. that, and it's uh, you know those guys are really close in age. You know you just doesn't it doesn't feel like that because they're in college or they just finished college or something. They seem like they're much much more adult than they really are. But
1: oh yeah,
0: <laughs> I think coaches are all over. It doesn't have to be just physical related. You could have a a a career coach you know someone you speak to about like i don't know what i want to do with my job or where i'm going in, in this direction and coaches can be your best friend they can be anything but
1: yeah i mean that's that's really i mean that's the gist of it i mean our goal is to get more women coaching and to have the resources available to them so we have another we also have our second event for the women's coaches connection that's going to be on may 19th and that's going to be at apex um and we're going to go over like injury prevention statuses or injury prevention um strategies um team building exercises and then continuing to just kind of address some of the concerns that are just in front of us right now and it's okay well why aren't there more women coaching mm-hmm. and why do young girls get coached by men you know 78 percent of the time mm-hmm. that's a big number and i think that it's just something that that if we can encourage more women to coach and and young girls have a balance between male and female coaches, I think that they're just going to be better all around so it's really exciting to be a part of it I've loved coaching young girls it's one of the things that I feel I'm um, strongly about and um and so yeah I, I'm curious to see how it continues to evolve and right and be what part of it
0: what how many different teams have you coached
1: I've well, I've coached a lot like since high school. I used to coach the middle schoolers at mm-hmm. Fairhaven. And then I coached a lot for like the Wacom Volleyball Club and went back to see home. And then since then, it's just been like grabbing young girls and having them come into the gym and training them like on like special classes and stuff. And so, right, I feel like it's been a part of my history, but just for volleyball and, and then now training.
0: Okay and I guess yeah maybe that was more of my question I was trying to get at is what sort of sports if you coach because I remember you being heavily involved in that stuff um,
1: volleyball yeah that's that's it I didn't make AAU
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man we, we could have a whole nother episode about the politics of AAU a, but we, we don't have to
1: I was a disgrace to my mother <laughs> <laughs> she
0: never looked at you the same again she
1: never looked at me the same <laughs>
0: So if if I wanted to find out more about Girl Strong organization, where can I do that?
1: Uh you could go to Girl Strong Girl Strong dot org. Okay. And um, there's information there. Um, also on, uh, we'll have a link on Apex Instagram and and Facebook about the upcoming events. Okay. We're going to start marketing hard for that event so that people can start getting it on their calendars.
0: Cool. What is the next okay. event? Sorry.
1: It's going to be May nineteenth.
0: Oh, that's your um, par- your party. Sorry, but you're not doing another separate Girl Strong org thing.
1: We are actually. It's going to be the same day. So oh, morning, okay. Yeah, from uh, nine thirty to noon, we'll be doing a Girl Strong event or the Women's Coaches event, and then later on that afternoon, we'll, you know, <laughs> we'll start getting our party on at right. uh, Culver. Cool. Yep.
0: Sweet. Um. So let's dive into a little bit of your background, Danielle, just to kind of round out where you came from and how you got to starting a gym. Um, uh, where would you go yeah. to college?
1: I went to Western. So uh, originally I wanted to be a PE teacher. Okay. Then as I started shadowing or kind of looking around the area, I remember talking to the middle school teacher at Fairhaven. And she said that, well, if you want to be a PE teacher, you're probably going to have to move. And I wasn't set on that. And so totally changed my career or my college career path and got into the business school and graduated with a degree in marketing. Okay. And so from there, you know, got into sales and started training at a gym, which then I later ended up taking over. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the best of worlds. I feel like I am a PE teacher right. and right. I still use my marketing degree. So yeah. it's like a two in one.
0: What was it like going to Western, um, having grown up in Bellingham?
1: Uh, I loved it. I, mean, I loved the campus. I I honestly, I really enjoyed school. I felt like I took it seriously, and mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed, I mean, I knew nothing about business going into it. I mean, I had no idea what economics was or mm-hmm. statistics or, I mean, anything. Like, I don't really even know what I did in high school.
0: I think our closest <laughs> but, thing was, like, personal finance with wealth. Yeah,
1: yeah. It just it was just kind of, but once i started learning about it i was just fascinated by it you know it really pulls into why people behave the way that they do and understanding people more than anything you know obviously to get them to buy things and to you know right. you know make purchasing decisions but
0: but how to communicate yeah. to them how to reach them
1: yeah and i i just found it fascinating i loved it and so it was totally out of left field I loved going to Western. I loved my professors and I still have to reach out to them every once in a while. If someone needs an intern or if I have a question about something, um, like, they're still available right now. <laughs> and it's been a while since I graduated.
0: What about Graham? What, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your <laughs> uh, background?
2: I, I went, to, I started off at Wacom. I didn't have the most ambition coming out of high school. And <laughs> How dare you? No, yeah, yeah, no, I was on I thought I was gonna be a professional snowboarder of some <laughs> sort. <source. laughs> uh so I yeah, I went to Wacom for a couple of years and then kinda of got my act together and I landed at Western and funny enough, first day I started the PE program up there at Western I, I told myself I'm gonna work at Seahome. And oh,
0: okay.
2: it came to, yeah, it just came true and it was a total trip to have that happen and
0: that's a real a visualization right there.
2: It, <laughs> It it was weird because I said it just kind of like, that's where I'm going to work, you know? And, And then come interview time and I'm sitting there in the hot seat and I was blown away that that was actually what had happened. Yeah, So I got lucky. It was a, you know, obviously a once in a lifetime opportunity. You, you know, hatch has been there for longer than we've been alive. And right. So I had one shot at it. And I think I made the most of it. And you know, here we are today. So
0: awesome. You know, you mentioned that if you want to be a PE teacher, you have to move out of Bellingham. Is that because it's just, <laughs> yeah.
2: no, I mean, I think that I spent five years subbing in this town. And I knew that I was going to stay put, I wasn't going to give up on it. And I think I hustled hard. And Worked every elementary school leave replacement, every sub job you could ever imagine. I just stuck to it, and I knew that my I belonged in a weight room, and I think that's where I thrive. And so, like Danielle says, she thinks she's a PE teacher. I've always thought of myself as a trainer, and okay. through this combination of having both of us in one room, it's um, it definitely brings some electricity to what we're doing. Awesome. <laughs> because I feel like we're exactly where we're supposed to be.
0: Good. Good. What's motivating you guys these days? What's uh, what are you guys using to keep things to keep your energy up? Right now, I'm using a trip for Memorial Weekend. What are you guys using?
2: <laughs> uh, I think for me, it's been very motivating. One, uh, looking across the room and seeing her, you know, doing what she's really good at. And it pushes me to be better at it for the both of us. I, you know, I'm guessing she feels the same because we're both a little competitive and <laughs> I think we both look at each other and we admire what we do in a room. And so like that's been very motivating to me and also the journey at which we took to get to this place and to see a room full of people's eyes that are kind of getting lit up by what we believe in. And that sends me on my way to school every day after training those people feeling real good. Oh, I
0: bet. Okay
1: yeah I mean I honestly I don't think I could have said it better we have our we have similar strengths and there's things that I learn from Graham all the time and I feel like that is a huge motivating factor and but I also think that we have a very similar view of life and and what we want to show people and so it's like I feel very excited to influence people in a way and and honestly of just like going out there and living their lives and it's like and I think that we have the ability to change a lot of people's lives mm-hmm. from just the way that we think about things. Well,
2: just knowing that the work that we're doing, it absolutely is contagious. And so, I mean, you see one person's eyes sparkle a little bit in your class and like, you know, Danielle mentioned earlier, bring a friend for free week. Not only are they proud of it, but you know, you ask people say, how are you feeling in the last six weeks? And most people say, I get up early and I feel like I'm ready to get after it and for them to be able to share it with other people. Uh, the fact that just what we're doing is contagious to people feels good.
0: Yep. Yep. And that's what it's all about is to inject that feeling and to get that contagious. On the flip side of that, what's your guys' kryptonite right now? What's really, what's your, what's really res- bringing resistance to you?
2: There's definitely resistance in all areas of life right now, but I think one thing that we have both battled with is that we like things. We are, We like
1: Only children. Yeah.
2: Well, we're only children. So we want to see that gym be the baddest thing that's ever touched the earth now. Okay. And I think that patience has been a virtue for us. Kind of like being able to sit back and go, okay. I think that we get really ramped up about things. Okay. And we've also found a whole lot of like strength and like being like, I'm happy that it didn't actually be the biggest gym in town on day one, you know? Right. I think our impatience can get to us a little bit.
0: Finding satisfaction in the smaller victories, right, is... uh...
2: And and, and, and I don't want to dumb... And I don't think Danielle would either. None of them are small victories. Like, everything that has happened has been, like, so past what, like, a reality expectation would be. And so to have everything happen that it has. But I think that we are... we, We vision and we vision big and um so sometimes it's just kind of like okay this is this is good this is great even though we may have like seen the world you
0: know right (laughs) that's awesome okay all right a little bit easier stuff now what music (laughs) or movie or book are you guys into right now on a a personal note what's uh what's your entertainment what's your
2: recreation
1: shark tank shark tank (laughs) Yeah, we watch Shark
2: Tank a lot and religiously.
1: Religiously, yeah. I music,
2: mean, I, yeah. Music is always that's big in yeah. It's huge, you know. I, Dave Matthews is my religion, but right. we've been
1: listening to a lot of Grateful Dead lately. Yeah, lots of Dead. What? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've never even listened to them, except for like, the yeah, last because
0: that's the music my dad listens to, and
1: <laughs> well,
2: it's it's good music.
0: No, I'm not yeah. saying it's bad. I've just it's like
2: Hector, little, little Pearl Jam.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean the gym. The gym. It's like you would think you're in a club. So okay, yeah. It's <laughs> that high
2: intensity, I'm hard all day. Like my yeah. music, and I'm like a music man through and through. And like now, I drive in my truck, and I usually don't have music. <laughs> on. And I am losing my hearing, for sure. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Man. Well, you guys put a pretty decent sized sub in there, didn't you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean the- that'll do it. The-
2: Quite impressive.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, on the Instagram story when you guys <laughs> played the sub, I feel like I could see the phone shaking. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. that was ridiculous.
1: I that it be that big. Graham was like, "Okay, I got the sub." <laughs> so I was like, "Well, well she was
2: pissed because it cost <laughs> money." And I was like, "This is what we have to have, so just let it go."
0: <laughs> so when when it. Yeah.
1: It sounds amazing,
2: in there. yeah, there's
0: been people that haven't been so happy about it <laughs> well, that's okay, so I did sound team for a small church over here in Spokane a year right. or so ago, and you know we're I'm mixing the instruments, the live instruments that are on stage, and so I'm in the back, and um, you know, no matter what you do, somebody's gonna tell you it was too quiet, it was too loud, there's too much of this or too little of that, so. I don't know how to solve the problem of the perfect volume for everybody because i don't think uh, it exists
1: some people just get upset some
2: people yeah we've we you know you can hear apex if we want you to hear it you'll hear it yeah <laughs> 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 like if, no matter if you're within 100 yards of the building
0: it sounds like on may 19th people will probably be hearing you guys
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> the people at 30 in the morning that just aren't super hip to it which i totally understand yeah yeah they too yeah, loud. and it's too much. So it's, yeah, it's, we've turned. So, we have we to basically turn the sub have off. the sub turned off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for the for the five thirty a.m. class.
2: Yeah. No, I mean we basically just turned it. Out. I mean the place still is. I mean we have six speakers and each one of those has a twelve in it. Okay. So, I mean, yeah.
1: Maybe it's just a little much. Yeah, it's a little
2: <laughs> But if you want to and that you're at a concert, just come to Apex. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: Resources. I can't forget that. I should have wrote that down. Um, and Graham, I didn't, I didn't get to tell you this because I didn't text you this because I don't have your number. But what I try and do is give the audience, if they get nothing out of the conversation, they get a resource from the guest or I to at least they can take that away. And that's a book, that's a, a, a album you just bought. That's anything, anything that you use that you find is positive and that is pushing things forward for you. So I don't know, Danielle, did you have some things you wanted to share? Or do you guys want I mean, a minute?
1: I'm trying to think about like what I rely and I'm on. I'm
0: supposed to have backup ones in case the guest doesn't have one and today's the day I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Today's the day I didn't do that. So uh,
2: is, this a, is this a resource to have people motivate themselves? Or? Anything.
0: Anything it it I I problem the problem is probably not Great that I leave it so broad, but yes, like like for example, Brittany from uh like a few episodes ago, she suggested a book called Grit. Um mm. that this yeah. gal wrote and it's supposed to be like a really beneficial book for folks. Um so motivation or self help is totally fine. Yeah, I,
2: I have a book that I have I, I will be first to admit I've read maybe <laughs> three books in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the truth. I I actually just like can't concentrate. It's really hard for me. (laughs) But that's just why I'm in the profession that I am. I move all day. Right. But uh, a man that changed my life, uh, Dr. Ralph Vernacchia, who was a professor up at Western, he wrote a book called Inner Strength. And it is amazing. I don't know where you could find it just because I wouldn't know. Maybe on Amazon or something. Probably, yeah. uh, You know, the guy's a genius. He, He worked with the Olympic track and field team. Wow. And, you know, the man literally when I was in college, he would walk in and you could hear a pin drop. And every day I left that room, I wanted to go do something big. And his book kind of generates his thoughts, you know, to their fullest, obviously coming straight from him. Right. It meant. So if I was name again, sorry, it's called inner strength. And his name is uh, Dr. Ralph Vernacchia.
1: I mean, I guess like everything that like I rely on in terms of resources, it falls into this realm of fitness. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, I know that it's like not everyone that listens can come into Apex and go work out. But, uh, I mean, I think I would just challenge anyone to go try out any single gym in their area and, you know, try that new experience.
0: I've got something then to help with that. My, I just switched workout apps. So I used to do the strong lifts five by five app where it like, you know, it does your plate calculations, does your timers for you and everything. And. It kept like, they weren't supporting it correctly. So, you know, when you have things like you get like an Apple watch or you start doing the activity tracking and things like that, like it stopped doing all that. So I looked for a new app and, um, strong. I don't know if you've heard of that, Mm-mm. if either you guys have, but it's, um, it's legit. It is super flexible. Not only like when you, you don't have to pay for it if you don't want to, but when you pick your exercises, you know, adding sets and, and everything and auto timers, all that's super intuitive. But like, not only when you search for a new exercise, it gives you a breakdown on how to do that exercise properly. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's like a little encyclopedia at the same time. So for me, I use that strong or that five by five app for a couple of years. And it was fine, but this strong app is like actually got me trying new workouts, you know, new exercises. <laughs> well, so. maybe
1: I that could be a resource for me to <laughs> <laughs> to check it out. You should actually send me that one.
0: Okay, I will for sure. Okay. Where can we find Apex Fitness, and how can we get in touch with you guys?
1: Uh, well, we are on Instagram and Facebook. So I'm on Facebook. You can find us Apex Fitness N W. And on Instagram, it's Apex Fitness underscore NW. Uh, we also have a website, apexfitnessnw.com, where we have our phone numbers and address and contact forms and stuff on there. So lots of ways to get a hold of us.
0: And if you need to, you want to sign up for the gym, you can do that online and in person, right?
1: Yes, you can. Yeah, you cool. can do that on our website or on the MindBody app uh, or in person.
0: So. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you both. Graham and Danielle for joining me thank you guys for sharing um this uh this amazing part of you guys' journey and, and your entrepreneurial your gift to the community which is health and to motivate people so I, I wish you guys the best of luck and from what I've seen so far I know that's what's going to happen I can tell you guys are going to be successful because of all the success I've seen in the short amount of time you guys have been operating so congratulations yeah. on launching your business and and thank you guys for joining me
1: Thank you, Corbin. Thank you.
0: All right. Take care, guys.